I am master of my own destiny. You cannot fill a cup from an empty vessel. With awareness, rebellion is born. We are all perfectly flawed. It's the empowerment that shows us how to embrace that. Are you ready to embrace your flaws? Join us. There is a seat at our table. Hello, beautiful souls. Thank you for joining us on Perfectly Flawed, where we are having a perfectly flawed day. Technical difficulties and all. Uh, please excuse my partner. She's uh, breaking down right now in a good, happy way. Uh, welcome to our table. We are here. We're always ready for one more to join us. Um, and if you'd like to join us, we have um, a wonderful guest today. Terry will now tell you about her. Hello, folks. So we are having a crazy day, and as we just told my friend Amy Murphy, anything goes on perfectly flawed. We try not to edit because we want you to know real and raw and what life can be like. And Amy is going to tell you a lot about what that can be like. So we'd like to welcome my friend Amy Murphy. She is a mom, an author, an actor, and a network marketing pro. She has written a book called Game Changer. It's a guide to start connecting to the life you were made for. And I cannot wait to get my copy, girl. So tell us about your story, Amy. Hi. Thank you for having me. You guys are such a blast. I've already had a blast, and I know that we're only on here for a minute already, but we've been actually on here for 20 minutes. We've <laughs> <laughs> the first 20 minutes, so we've had lots of fun. We're crazy. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here today, and I'd be happy to share my story uh, with your listeners. So um, I'm going to share with you my network marketing story and what led up to this book that I have written. So my network marketing story started over 21 years ago. I have been in and out of at least 10 different companies, and it was ongoing for about 17 years. And for that period of time, I like to say that I successfully failed at all those companies that I was trying. And I don't want to view failure just right off the top as a bad thing. I make a joke saying I successfully failed because that's just a kind of a joke that I have saying about it. But in actuality, um, that was 17 years of really great learning experience. So I just wanted to kind of put that out there in the beginning that I, I learned for 17 years <laughs> through ups and downs and ins and outs. And about five years ago, my husband and I were unexpectedly pregnant with our third child and finances were really tight and we were trying to learn how to budget and, and figure what we we're going to do. And so one of the solutions we came up with, my husband said, well, why don't you stop doing those network marketing things? Because you don't make money at it and it's just you spend more than you make. So why don't we just cut our losses there? Uh, that would be a good starting point. <laughs> and I actually agreed with him. I said, yeah, sure. I'll, uh, that's a great idea. And um, my husband might be coming in his underwear in a second. Talking about perfectly flawed and raw and real, he might be walking behind me in underwear. No? Okay. I'm on a podcast, but we're not on camera. Okay. So he, he might be coming back. Anywho, so we um, 
we decided, you know, that we would not do this again. And so I agreed, you know, I said, you're right. I, I've tried many times. I'm just going to, to do this. I see that we only have 10 minutes left in the meeting time. Mm, keep going. <laughs> and Terry's muted. <laughs> oh, no. Um, okay, stop right there, Tam. Go. So basically, my husband and I decided that I would not do any more network marketing companies. Like, we, I agreed. Yes, that's it. And then we'll we'll figure everything out. And then I actually was looking for a product because I had some symptoms. And I was looking around for some things because nothing was really helping me. And lo and behold, I find something. But the conflict was, is that it was a network marketing product. So I had a decision to make. Do I buy as a customer or do I buy as a business owner? <laughs> and of course, you know, the logical answer would be, I probably should have signed up as a customer, but I chose to sign up as a market partner or, or what, should <laughs> I, what do we call it? Distributor, market partner, business right. owner. Right. What One of those. I joined the company um, because my logic upon doing this was that I thought I was doing Tim a favor because I found a product I wanted and to get the best possible price would be obviously to join as a business because you get the best discount. And then if you happen to sell some, you know, my family and friends I know would use it too, I would make a little bit and pay it back. So it would not cost me anything. That's what I thought. So it took me about a month <laughs> before I told Tim what I did because I really knew he would be mad because we just had the discussion that I wasn't going to do this. And then I went and did it. But uh, <laughs> so that moment, that whole discussion that we had to me was a game-changing moment in, in my life and in my career, because now, if you know us, you know, as a couple, we've been together since 1995. So we've been together for a really long time. I was 16 years old when I met, he was 19 turning 20 and he's always supported me. All the acting dreams I had living in Hollywood, living in Vancouver, Toronto, moving everywhere, living everywhere, pursuing any dream, starting up any of my other network marketing companies. He always would say, do what makes you happy. Everything's fine. He would always support me. And so when I told him that I had joined this company, even though I explained to him it was just for the discount, I wasn't going to build the business. I'm just doing it for discount. It's the best price. You're welcome. He didn't take it as a good thing. He, for the first time in my life, was very disappointed in me. He was really mad at me. He was upset. I'd never seen him get so upset. He was like, the words that came out of his mouth were uh, pretty much along the lines of like, I can't believe you're doing this again. We just talked about this. We just agreed that you weren't going to do these companies. I see the writing on the wall. I see what you're doing. You know, you're going to try this. We can't afford for you to do this. And I know that you're going to try because I see what you're doing. I see the writing on the wall. And I said, no, you know what? I wasn't going to build the business. Honestly, I just joined for discount. But I, I already signed up. So I may as well give it a try. Like, why not try it? The damage is done. I've already done it. Maybe I'll just try. Like, what's, what's, what's the harm in trying? And he said, well, good luck with that. Nobody is going to trust you. You've sold everything under the sun. Nobody will believe you. Like, good luck. 
And that is when I started to make, I made a mindset shift in that moment. When he told me that nobody would believe in me, I said back to him, I said, well, I know, I know my friends trust me. I know they believe in, you know, products that I use. Like, why wouldn't they believe in me? Why wouldn't they trust something that I'm selling? Like, it doesn't matter if I've sold a bunch of things before. Like, why, why, why couldn't I share a new thing? If I, if I went and ate something at the restaurant today and I liked it and I shared it with him, are they going to doubt me because I've sold everything under the sun? Are they not going to believe me this time? Like, I don't think so. Like, I actually think I'm going to do this. And so I started to get really mad and I made a very finite decision in that moment. I looked at him and I said, you know what? I said, I'm going to make it in this company. I will make it in this company. And if I don't, I promise on everything that we own and all everything holy, I promise I'll never do another one again. You have my word. He looked at me and he just went, uh, he rolled his eyes. It was like, whatever. Don't talk to me about these products. Like I'm out checking out. I'm going on with my life. And I said, fine. And that was the moment that changed for me because that was the moment, the first time in my life, I think I actually made a decision and decided to stick with it because most times I would make decisions. Like I would decide to join a company, but it got hard. I would leave. I had not, no skin in the game. Fine. Didn't matter. T Tim didn't support me in everything I did. If I didn't do it, he, he, I know he would always have my back, you know, anything I wanted to do. I had no kind of repercussions for my actions, I guess. But this one time I made that decision. I said, I will do it. And I'm going to make it. And I, I put that in the universe. I put that in my head. And I put that behind the driving force of everything that I did. I wanted really badly to prove him wrong, for one. <laughs> but I also wanted to prove to myself that I could do it. Because I was kind of sick of being a failure. It did kind of hurt to hear those words. To say, you know, no one's going to believe you. You've tried everything. That resonated with me. You're right. I did try everything under the sun. And I didn't make myself you know, out of any of these things. I never stuck around long enough to make anything of myself. So for the first time in my life, I'm going to, I'm doing this. And that was what was so different this time. A lot of people ask me what, what was different. So for those of you that are listening and don't know what happens to the rest of my story, I'll share you with you what happened. I'll recap quickly. So I was on bed rest. I had to go on bed rest after I made my decision to do this gung ho full force. I was put on bed rest. So I wasn't allowed to go to work anymore doing the nails that I was doing out of my home. I wasn't allowed to do anything except for mine, my two other young children who were very little, three and four, <laughs> they were very little, needed my attention. And I was on bed rest pregnant with this baby. And I decided to go full force with this business, trying to do put everything I had into it. So I laid on the couch in my bathrobe and I started going on Facebook, uh, talking live to people, my friends and family on Facebook and sharing with them these products and this opportunity. And I did not apologize, even though, <laughs> even though, you know, my husband's friends would be like, why is your wife on Facebook in her bathroom every day? Like, what's going on with your wife? Tim was like, just let her go. She's doing her thing. So I showed up every day, didn't care what people thought. I had a mission. My mission was, one, to prove Tim wrong, two, prove myself right. <laughs> and kept going. So about a year and a half of doing that, I was the first person in my company to hit the top, the very, very top in Canada, in my country. So I was the first person in Canada to hit the top. And then two and a half years, 
I hit the million dollar mark. So I was a million dollar earner in our company. And I was the ninth person in the whole company, second in Canada to hit that. That was huge. (laughs) So that was a very huge accomplishment. My husband didn't come on board until I hit the top, almost hit the top, like maybe second level from the top. He started to come around because he saw I was very consistent what I was doing. But his mindset was still, okay, that's cool. You hit the top, but how long is this going to last now? Okay, the paychecks are good, but how long is this going to last? He started to see that it was I wasn't going anywhere, and it wasn't going anywhere around that one one year in, year and a half in. And that's when he, I had his support, and obviously I do now. Um, but that's just a little quick recap of what happened. And I like to really highlight what exactly happened. And what happened was I could have stayed in the trajectory of when we had that conversation you know what don't do any more of these you failed every time don't bother trying again and I actually agreed and said you're right and I did for a for a hot minute I went on that path but then when I stood up and said no you know what I'm gonna do this and I made that decision to do it everything changed I could have still gone ahead with the narrative of him saying, you know, no one's going to believe in you. Like, no one's going to trust you. Why are you doing this? Like, we we can't afford you to do this. You know, imagine if I had have said, you're right, okay. And I just didn't do it. I would never have known that my success was literally right there. My success story was right there. And I like to say to people, your success story could be there too. But remember, remember, because a lot of people will see my story and think it was only a year and a half, two and a half years, I found success. My story started 21 years ago. Uh I failed 21 years over and over, getting back up again, starting new companies. I had a promotions agency at one time. I had an acting school at one time. I had a mobile beauty business at one time. I was in 10 different marketing network marketing companies at one time. I I was in so many sales. I've, I've worked at every single restaurant in the city. I've worked at every single clothing store in the city, retail. I have done everything. People would, like my family was concerned that I didn't have have a life path they're like what are you doing with your life (laughs) you keep jumping from thing to thing to thing to thing but what I wasn't aware of until literally I started writing my book reflecting back of my life I was building my life that's what I was doing all of these experiences those failures aren't failures unless you deem it a failure you're not a failure unless you quit and I never quit I kept going I didn't quit on myself and even if I changed the direction it may not have been network marketing it could be something else but just not quitting on myself right that is I I can't stress it enough to people that don't quit on yourself and you you can pivot as much as you want you can change your mind all that you want just because you change a direction or decide to do something different it doesn't mean you gave up and you quit you're just you learned what you learned and now you're changing the direction but it doesn't mean you've stopped and you're done you're not done yet right you're still building your story there's so much more to be built so i realized that when i started writing my book because with when I found my success, like when I hit that level of success, I noticed that a lot of people in network marketing world were resonating with my story because I literally 
I built my business in my bathrobe. I did. And so I built a brand called, I decided to create a brand called the million dollar bathrobe because I made a million dollars in my bathroom. So I share the story of how the ups and the downs and how I persevered and how I kept doing that. So I, I was going to write a book from that perspective. But as I was writing the book, I realized as I kept backing up the timeline of all the experiences, there was so much more to my story than just the network marketing. And so that's why I decided to write my book as myself, as Amy Murphy and my life journey, not just the network marketing journey. The book is not about money at all. It's not about that. It's about experiences and connections, making, connecting those dots and realizing that all the things in your past are all leading you up to what's happened right now. Nothing has been a mistake. Whether Even if things are painful and hurtful and hard and tough, that is all part of your journey. It's all purposeful. And so in my book, I truly personally believe a couple of things. A couple of theories and philosophies I have is that when your spirit, mind, and body are truly connected when they're all aligned that is when you're on your trajectory forward because if something's off you're not fully moving forward because you're trying to fix or compensate for something that's off whether it's mentally physically emotionally when things are off you're you're trying to either overcompensate or or balance it out so once those are all kind of, when you feel connected and you feel all balanced and aligned that's when you're truly moving forward and i don't feel that you can move forward without taking action that's, you know, like you can learn all you want to learn, hear all the stories, listen to all the things. But unless you actually move one foot in front of the other, it doesn't matter how small, it could be a tippy toe. It could be the smallest tippy toe step forward. But as long as you take that tippy toe forward, you've moved forward and you learn something in between. You've learned something, right? There's no failures. I don't think failure is a word in my vocabulary unless you actually give up fully and walk away and quit i i feel i view failure as Mm -hmm. learning and that's the thing is like for me i always have to say i need to learn one thing a day at least one thing i learn because sometimes it's geez i don't want to do that again (laughs) but i've learned something you learned something and you didn't fail you didn't quit you didn't give up you learned okay i don't want to do that again (laughs) that's not i don't enjoy that if you've learned one thing you learn one thing a day. I think that's so wise. And so in my book, at the end of every chapter, I have action steps. I call it connect the dots because I'm all about connecting the dots. So every single chapter, I share a story that co- correlates with the learning lesson that I'm talking about. There's a learning lesson. So I handpicked my personal stories that relate to the lesson I'm trying to teach. And then there's a connected off section where that's on the reader to do the work because I can't move forward for you. You know, at the end of the the end of the day, I named my book Game Changer because the the book's not going to change the game for you. It may be a game changing moment that you picked up this book, but at the end of the day, we are all our own game changers. That's why when you look at the book, there's a mirror on the front. Because I could have put myself on the front. I could have put, hey, Amy Murphy wrote a book, Game Changer. Woo, go for it. No, the book's not about me. I'm sh- I, I'm sharing my experiences to help you think about your own and, and enjoy the stories I'm sharing and get to know me more and how my stories are relating to the lessons I'm teaching, you know. But at the end of the day, you're the game changer. 
it's not you are the one who can change the game for yourself. So that's why I put the mirror there. So it's, it's, it's representative of the reader who's reading the book. I so love that. An action step at the end of every chapter. So it makes you think, it makes you do, and it makes you move forward. So my goal is at the end of the, at the end of the book, you, you move forward and you, you're changing your game. So. I absolutely love that, Amy. The actionable steps, I think, are so important. Like you said, so many of us learn so many things, and then we don't implement them. And if you don't implement them, well, they're not going to work. They're great on paper, but they didn't work because you didn't put them into practice. So I think that is so amazing. I cannot wait to read this book. And I didn't notice that it was a mirror on the front when I looked at it. Now I can't wait to look at that. That is amazing. And a testament to you. I would like to have put an actual real reflective type mirror so the person could actually see themselves that would have been really cool but it probably would have been a lot more expensive (laughs) (laughs) so we just did that but that's what it represents so I think that's really cool so so yeah that's why I called it a guide because it's like it's a book but it's a guidebook you know and and what I went I, I also you know, one of my dreams was to create a course I wanted to create a course for for people too because I just, I really feel action is where we see results. So you got to take action. So I created a course to go along with the book. You can take the course without buying the book, no problem. But if you buy the book, then you can, it will go directly with the course. If you, you can have both and you can go through it together and it goes deeper. So it goes deeper into those reflective questions. And yeah, so I have people in semester one right now, people are in it. And then semester two actually opens up um, in March, which pre-order you can pre-order now if you want, but, and then the semester three will open up uh, after that. So yeah, it's pretty exciting. Wow. Tell everybody where they can find this information. We will link it to the show notes, but let them know where they can find it because I I can tell you, I mean, I've watched you, Amy, for a long time and if, if you weren't in my company, I'd be tempted to join you in your company, but you know, we're, we're already there. <laughs> we're already there, girl. Um, so if you go to gamechangerbook.ca, it will share the link to go to buy the book or to join the course. So it's all there, gamechangerbook.ca. I love it. That is amazing. I mean, the information, I, I can tell you, Everybody who's listening that when I first met and started following Amy, she was actually doing angel cards. She was doing card readings at the time. And she um, came in. One of my neighbors is leaving, and this is a a no. We we do everything natural here. So sorry about the extra noise. Um, (laughs) When I I started watching Amy, it was just amazing to watch – how giving you are. It's not all about your product. It's not all about you. I mean, here I am. I'm somebody who already is a part of the company, and yet you gave freely of yourself in all of those sessions, in all of those lives. You're always answering questions, and I think that's what I love about you is watching. Like, I loved the cookies the other day when you were showing how to make the cookies. That was great. (laughs) Thank you. I like to keep it real. (laughs) 
I think that's what's important is that, you know, there's so many people out here right now that look perfect and act perfect and everything's perfect. And yet, you know, you're never getting to the perfection that they're showing. And I think it's so much, so much more important for those of us who are out here to be showing what real life looks like, to be showing like, for example, for me, the, the biggest part of building my business over the last year, I've done it while we were using a Jeep for electricity. Wow. So there's a lot of that that we have to share with each other and, and people. And, you know, the, the part where, okay, my husband didn't support me. As you said, Mike didn't support you from the beginning. But once he saw that you were actually doing what you said you were going to do, then all of a sudden that support came back. Yeah. Uh, my husband, I, my husband okay, supports me all my craziness and every single thing um i've done a couple other companies over the years and he's like okay here take the money i'm like oh my god and you know we're not rich by any means but you know and then to through you know everybody knows my story of what i've been through um who listens to our podcast the podcast has been been somewhat what's been keeping me going so this is one of the fun things i get to do so it's amazing I love that. Well, it's important to connect. And I actually, my book was very therapeutic writing it because it made me learn a lot about myself. It just made me like the work that I ask you guys to do at the end of every chapter. I actually would do these things myself. I would never ask anyone to do anything I wouldn't personally do. And mm-hmm. same with like when I recommend products or I recommend that's, businesses that's or recommend. Key. Right. Like I just, I keep it authentic and and real. So going through the book was very therapeutic for myself. And I learned a lot about myself, about different learning styles and just all these, you know, what my purpose was in life, you know, or what it is and what I thought it might be, where it's changed. And I share all these things in the book too, you know, like I just share all, all the reflections back. So it's pretty cool. Like it's, it, I've always, one of my dreams, one of my bucket list dreams was to write a book. So the fact that it's finally here, it, it really gets me emotional. And <laughs> I didn't know when I said I wanted to write a book, what I'd write about. And I just started putting it together and this made sense. This was, this was, it's, I couldn't have thought of anything better because I share myself. I share a lot of myself in the book that people might not know a lot of the things I'm going to share. Cause I go right back to even before network marketing, I go back to my childhood wow. and I share a lot of things and I connect the dots with the learning, you know, the learning um, moments and the game changing moments through my life. I share those and in hopes that you guys will have the same aha moments and have the same, you know, growth and stuff. So, yeah, I absolutely love that, Amy. I am so, so, so excited that we got you on here and we're just about at the end of our time. We had so much fun talking (laughs) and did it twice, (laughs) but if there was just one piece of advice that you could give to people that they could take with them today, what is the one thing that you would say to them? Never stop believing in your dreams. If you, if you can dream it, and you truly believe in your heart, if you really want it and you believe in it, there's no reason why you can't achieve it. Don't let anyone ever, and it makes me want to cry. Don't let anyone tell you, you can't have your dream. Oh, I love this, Amy. That is amazing. And it is so true. Yeah, yeah. Always stand behind yourself because as long as you don't give up on you, 
you have not failed. I mean, I like to call it first attempt in learning. Yes. It's my first try and I didn't do well on the first, you know, but let's try again. And, and you just keep trying what works for you. That is so amazing. And I cannot wait. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say one more little thing I'd like to add in there and never be afraid to be yourself because there's only one you and that is you're perfectly perfect as you are. You don't need to be anyone else because that person's already taken. And so you be you. And if you're authentic to yourself and who you are, what you believe in, what you're dreaming and where you're going, the sky's the limit. And, you know, living your authentic journey is just, it's incredible when you're, some people put on a facade, they try to be what they think they should be. And I even share in my book where there was a time where I thought I had to shift. Um, because I was told at one time that I now that I'm at the top of the company, I should get out of my bathrobe because it doesn't look professional. And I did. I, t- I listened because I didn't know any better. And at that period of time that I got out of my bathrobe and I tried to look professional, people started disconnecting. Be like, who? Whoa, Amy, Amy's dressed today. What's going on here? Like, well, like it just wasn't authentic. Even though, yeah, I'm, I'm dressed today. Yeah, that's because I got dressed today. But I didn't get dressed back then when I was building and success can look differently for everyone. You don't have to be in a suit and polished to be successful. I was in a bathrobe nursing my child on live videos. Most of the times like with kids running around screaming and I, and I'm just an everyday person. I don't think of myself as any better or more special. We're all special in our own way, but I'm not any more than anyone else. I showed up and I was very consistently showing up. I just believed in something. I believed in myself. I believed and I authentically was sharing from a place of passion and, and love. And, and I just did what I did and it all connected. And so I truly think if people can do the same, they will find success. It might look different. It doesn't mean you have to go in a bathrobe and go on live. I'm not saying that. <laughs> yeah. what? I did. I did it. Yes, you did. <laughs> If it was authentic to you in the moment, then it's real, right? It was Black Friday and it was midnight. And I said to people, you know, my friend Amy Murphy can stand up here in a robe, then I'm going to do it too. And I did say that. Didn't you do it in a towel one time too, Terry? Yes. Yes. Yes, I did. See, I get flack from a lot of people about my name for the business, which your daughter, remember, as we were joking around, she came up with, it was T-Boss Bitch. (laughs) And I get so much flack for that, but I'm like, I'm not changing it. You can't. You have to be authentic. And I think that's where a lot of people do find like they slip because they get to that top. And and all of a sudden, no, you have to look. I was told by a coach the same thing. You must do your hair. You must look this way. And I'm thinking, you know what? These people want to know how I got better. They don't care. They want to know how I got my hair back. They don't care how good it looks today. They don't care that I look better than them. They want to see original Terry. They want to see Terry just tripped and fell in front of Dollar Store and smashed her face, Terry. I did that last week. (laughs) For me, for me, (laughs) one of the things that I can see, you know, it's, it's a, it's, there's one person who's always proved being you is the only thing that you need to do. Cindy Lauper. If you look her in the 80s to now, she has, I mean, her looks no changed, shame. but she's still, she's more transformed her. instead of, you know, changed her look. 
she is who she is. She's straight out there, New York girl, and she's, I, you know, I've seen her live on stage, and she'll throw out the swears if she wants to, and she'll do whatever. Yeah. And that's... Mm-hmm. Yep, I that's think it's the, important. Yeah, and that's, that's, to me, a great thing that she's that authentic. Yep, yep. All right, well, we have come to the end of our time. Thank you so much, Amy, for the laughs and the fun and the pointers i think a lot of our listeners are going to relate to that that you know we all are trying to build something and it's got to be authentic to you not what anybody else thinks doesn't matter who everybody else thinks you should be you have to be original amy Mm-hmm. So thank you, Amy, for joining us. We thank had you. such a great time. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We always have room for one more ta- one more person at our table on Perfectly Flawed. Thank you. Thank you. Good to meet you. Love you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for gracing our table with your presence today. Please don't forget to share this with your friends, family, and loved ones if you feel it will resonate with them. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram and follow for updates on the next episode posting. Check out the show notes to find out what our handles are. Have a great day.